Hello, and welcome to Let's Meet the Virologists, a podcast about the people behind today's virology headlines, people working to understand viruses and how they affect you. With the annual American Society for Virology meeting coming up soon, we are talking with students, postdocs, and other virologists presenting at the meeting so that you can learn who they are and what they do. I am Larissa Thackray, and I am hosting this podcast from America's Heartland in St. Louis, Missouri. On June 21st, 2023, we talked with Tashawn Farrell, a graduate student in the Neufeld and Piantadosi labs at Emory University. He received his bachelor's in biology from Albany State University in Georgia. He is studying how the host immune response affects dengue virus evolution. So thanks for talking with us today. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, ma'am. Well, my name is Tashan Farrell, and I'm a second-year PhD candidate in the Biochemistry Cellular and Developmental Biology Program at Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia. Great. And um, can you tell us a little bit about how you first became interested in science and then virology? Yes, ma'am. So originally, um, I grew up in a country town called Columbus, Georgia, and my parents were in the military, so we did a lot of moving moving. And everywhere we went, I was kind of always interested in the in the nature because I was always wanted to be a paleontologist, but I never got around to really doing that aspect. But that's the first introduction to me being interested in science was like dinosaur and fossils and things of that nature. And so when I um as I was growing up, I became more and more interested more inside of the environment and specifically how um particular species of animals got diseases rather than others. And so I always kind of came up with this metaphor of me seeing myself as being someone who is called into a job where they're asking me basically, you know, we were there's this company, there's this environmental damage, and this this specific animal species, I mean the specific population of animals is being affected. What's going on? And so that's what kind of got me into the footsteps of disease and science as a well. whole. Okay, cool. And can you sort of take us through the path that you followed to be where you are today? So how did you choose sort of your undergraduate institution and then your graduate uh, lab and institution? So I always wanted to be close to home and home was Georgia. So I originally wanted to go into forensic science because I was interested in like crime because I was watching CSI and it looked so cool what they were doing. So I was like, man, I want to go and do that. And so I, um, when I was in eighth grade, I decided I wanted to do forensic science. And so since I wanted to stay in Georgia, the only accredited institution was at Albany State University. Um, and so I ended up choosing that school because I really want to do forensic science and I really wanted to go to HBCU. So I chose Albany State University. And so leading up to virology, um, I was actually given a choice when I first attended Albany State University, and that was whether to keep my scholarship and change my major to biology or keep my major in frigid science and give away my um, scholarship. So I chose to change it to biology. And one day I was sitting like, what am I really going to do with biology? And then I thought about um, what I mentioned earlier about the disease and the animals. I said, wow, I think I like the interaction between the environment and the population of animals that live in it and how disease affects that connection between the two. And so I was like, yes, that's it. That's what I want to do. I want to become an ecologist who focuses on um, pathogens, specifically viruses. And so to pursue that avenue, 
I ended up getting a, I was accepted to an REU at the University of Texas at Austin. And there we were studying how tempers two and different animals could affect its infectivity if, if, if SARS were able to jump into those animal species. So that's what really gave me that jump into virology because just seeing that multiple animals could be infected and could potentially interact with tempers too, that's what really got me started. And so from there, I decided that I wanted to do a multidisciplinary um, degree and I wanted to get my PhD. So I decided I wanted to get my PhD when I was a freshman. And so I said to myself that one thing I want to do is make sure that it's focused on structural biology and molecular biology. And so I chose Emory University because, again, it was close to home and it had a multi multidisciplinary um, program that really piqued my interest. And so when I got to Emory, what really got me was um, just the wide scope of research that they were doing. And so I ended up choosing my current um, advisors, Dr. Ann Pianadolsi and Christopher Neufeld, because they brought together these two ideas that I really liked, and that was immunity and virology and how um, specific populations can be infected or have a heavier burden than others. And so that's what really got me going into where I'm at today. Cool. And can you tell us, I guess, a little bit more details about your research then? So like, what are some of the big questions? And then what are some of the, I guess, tools that you use to answer those questions? So my research is based around dengue. And so specifically what we want to understand with dengue is how different um, populations, their immunity is effect, affects um, viral evolution. And so specifically we're focusing on two populations in Colombia, one that was heavily affected by dengue and one that was not heavily affected by dengue over the course of time. And so specifically what we're trying to answer is with these two populations that are in close geographical distance to each other, was there a connection, was there an introduction of dengue in one population over the other? And that's why one had a heavier burden than the other, or was this population that didn't have the um, heavy burden previously exposed to dengue and that's and had adaptive immunity that was able to combat the new infection of dengue? And so that's basically our um, big question that we're trying to answer. And so the tools that we are using to identify this problem is sequencing. So we use both metagenomic sequencing and amplicon-based sequencing from samples that we have. We're also using um, reported virus particles to express the envelope because the envelope gene is basically what's being targeted by antibodies because, again, we're trying to see if adaptive immunity, I mean, if the immunity between these two populations were changing. So we have variants from both cities and we have patients sharing from both cities. And so we're expressing the envelope gene um, inside of our report of virus particles, and we're using patient serum to gauge the neutralization of these variants. Cool. And are these, um, just out of curiosity, are the two populations genetically similar, or are there actually, could there also be host differences in sort of their, not just their exposure, but their ability to actually respond in a way? Yes, ma'am. So with these two populations, they're mostly from, they, we have a very um, broad patient, um, pop, um, patient population. So we're not just selecting from one age group or one sex group. We're just getting all the patients that were infected with dengue. 
Okay. It's a little early in your career, but are you thinking about what you would like to do after your PhD? Are you interested in continuing on in academics or are you interested in industry? Any thoughts there? Yes, ma'am. So that's a really good question. So what I'm thinking about doing is exploring the government sector a little bit, but I'm also kind of like still in the middle. So currently I have experience with the government because before I went to um, Emory, I was actually working at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory out in Livermore, California. And I was doing that for two summers and I really enjoyed my work out there um, with Dr. Marty and Dr. Allen. It was a really good time because um, we were studying how to identify low um, frequency variants. And so that was really fun. And so I'm thinking about possibly pursuing that afterwards. And But my other option is to pursue academia. So currently I've had experience with being a teaching assistant and I'm currently teaching um, a summer program this summer as well. And I think that that's a really good option for me to pursue as well. And what I would like to do if I were to pursue academia is become a professor at a university like Albany State. I might go back to Albany State or I might choose another um, small institution to start up at. But I'm also interested in industry as well. So if I uh, were to seek a career path in industry, I would like to become a um, chief scientific officer because I really, really like being in those leadership roles and directing research. And that's what leads me into my next kind of like topic of interest. My very, very broad um, goal is eventually to influence policy. So I will kind of really like to be an advocate for scientific policy, specifically focusing on human expansion and environmental risk. Cool. Um, have you thought about fellowships where you go um, for a year, I think it is, and you are assigned to like the White House or Congress? Yes, ma'am. So that's a very good point because I was actually looking at AAAS and their fellowship. And I'm also looking at the American Society for Biochemistry and Molecular Biology. They have one. A lot of these societies have um, a policy fellowship. And here at Emory, I'm trying to pursue policy by joining different clubs that focus on um, policy. Cool. Um, and then I guess just thinking back, um... Uh, based on sort of your experience now, you're in graduate school, is there something that you could tell your younger self, something that you would wish that you had known back then? So if I could tell myself something, the first thing it would be would be to just keep going, just keep going, and it's okay. And I would tell myself that if there was ever a moment of doubt, always just stop and think for a second, what do you truly want to do? And then just go for it because in this life you only have one life to live and even though i'm super young right <laughs> time is still of the essence and so we must be able to strategically um develop a plan to pursue my goal to the fullest extent and also it can't rain forever <laughs> so that's what i would tell myself all right great well thanks so much for talking with us today and we look forward to hearing about your research at asv Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. This has been Let's Meet the Virologists, a podcast about people who study viruses. This is your host, Larissa Thackray, and thanks for listening. 
You can find us on Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast providers, or at lmtv.podbean.com.